We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Saturday Night Knicks. First rule of Summer League is it's only Summer League. So let's overreact. Knicks and Cleveland Cavaliers going at it in Vegas. Knicks trying to go above 500 for the first time since last Tuesday. No IQ, no Rokas, no problem. Because the Knicks dynamic duo of Quentin Grimes and Miles Deuce McBride went in for 51 points add another 21 for Obi and hey man Knicks roll 103 to 94 they would not look back took the lead wire to wire victory Cavs made it interesting in the end but uh Deuce would shut the door on him McGrimes another outstanding outstanding effort tonight and yeah, man, Knicks made quick work of the Cleveland Cavaliers once again, 103-94. to No Mobley, no Okoro, unfortunately, but hey, you play who's in front of you, and uh, you got to do what you got to do, J.D. How you feeling, my dude? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a game to – first of all, I, I don't think, you know, there were people that were asking me or already uh, – paranoid that you know quickly sore groin is he hurt yeah. i don't think he was hurt i just think that's just, just k cunningham is not playing league. tonight yeah yeah you know k cunningham is not playing tonight and they made up some injury i just think you know the back-to-back um you saw quickly look fine there um just just an opportunity to give mcbride mcbride the keys and boy yeah. what a beautiful bride she is because she he answered 23 points. Let's start with McBride, man. 23 points, five dimes, two steals, five of eight from downtown. Started the game off with two nice buckets from the mid-range. He had another uh, uh, transition play where uh, Sims gets a block, gets it out to McBride. Could have shot the three, but throws it up to Obi for the alley-oop. 
Um, just poised, man. Once again, his poise was on display after a bad shooting night last night. Comes right back, unfazed, and and was just getting buckets, man. Mid-range, three-point shot, you name it. Aggressive on the defensive end once again. Had How many blocks did he have? I saw one nice block that he had. He had uh, one block. He had the one block, which led to the Grimes three in transition. That was late in the second half. He had the block. They got it out in transition to Obi. Obi swung it to Grimes for the corner three. So that was a nice play by McBride. But overall, man, this kid's going to play this year, bro. This kid is gonna play, wow. man. What what you think of his game tonight, man? And the and the fans are back. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> once once one of these guards starts slipping, you know, you know that crowd is gonna start chanting. We want, we want McBride. No, we want we, Deuce. We, we want, want Deuce. <laughs> Facts, it's man. I'm happen, telling you, bro. it's gonna get crazy yeah. this season. Um, and hey, hey, what did we say on last night's post game when he had a a bad shooting night? Um, you know that hey, it's a it would be a learning experience. Yeah, he's learning to be a professional. You're learning how to be consistent. And I, the most thing that excited me excited me about tonight is the fact that he had a great performance starting. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the team gave him the keys tonight with quickly out and. He answered the bell. Um, nothing changed defensively. Nothing changed in terms of effort. You talked about one block. It seemed like he had more because yeah. this guy, I mean, we talk about Marcus Smart. Contesting def- everything. Man, this guy contests everything. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's a shot blocker. He thinks, I mean, McBride is solid. And again, for those that may want to say, well, J.D. is summer league and this and that in the fourth. No, I understand it's summer league. And I understand in a few weeks, a lot of these players won't be in the NBA. But I'm telling you, a lot of what he's showing translates to the NBA. And it'll translate in the season when he gets minutes. And that's why Tom Thibodeau, you know, it's a good problem to have. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot jam, but it is a great problem to have. And this New York Knicks team going into this season enters the season as a very deep team at the guard position. So even with the questions about Kemba and Rose, I think Nick fans are in good shape with what they have, you know, behind them. Yeah, and, and the poise, man. Again, in just summer league, but the poise is is there. He's he's getting the start, not flustered at all about by anything that they threw at him. Operated well out of the pick and roll, made some nice passes. Uh, end of the game, you know, Cleveland kept it kept it close in the second half. They made it interesting. I didn't think the Knicks were, were ever in jeopardy, but the Cleveland did close it to three with uh, one minute and 33 seconds left, and the last three possessions was all McBride. After Cleveland cuts it to three, McBride comes down, hits him with the mid-range bank shot, no problem. Next possession, McBride out of the pick and roll, finds Grimes for the corner three. And then the last possession, McBride, three-point shot, Knocks it down, ice cold, game over. That and, was it, bro. And, and and let me say this: this is why I hate. You know, we use it. Obviously, we use it when it benefits our arguments, right? But yeah. this is why, CP, I hate the plus minus stat. Yeah. McBride plays thirty three minutes um, tonight, right? And somehow he is a minus five. Meanwhile, you have. T. Davis played eight minutes. He's a plus 17. Walker yeah. plays 20 minutes. He's a plus 14. How can a guy that goes nine for 14, five of eight from three, grabs you four rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block, 
how is that a minus five? How how can you argue to me that right. his performance was, was a negative? Bad. Right, it was a negative. Yeah. And, yeah. and a few of those shots were clutch shots. He, he hit the shot at the end that basically, you know, closed the game out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is why, you know, that stat to me is just nonsense sometimes because yeah. it doesn't really I, I, sometimes I don't even know what it really wants to tell you other than, oh, when you got on the court, you know, hey, the team right. outscored the other right. team. So you're a plus. It, it lacks so context. It just- <laughs> De- definitely lacks context, man. Um, but overall, you know, he, he was solid from from beginning to end. Uh, like I said, knocking down the mid range to to closing the game. The final three plays had his hands all over it. So great job by him. And, and again, I feel like, you know, when it comes to playing time, we'll see how they they handle Kemba's. Um, games is he going to play back to back? So they're going to be games when he misses. Are they going to be games where Rose is, is out? I think those are games where McBride will come in. I think there's there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be nights where Tibbs is going to go McBride over quickly in some spurts mm. because of his defense, bro. Oh my because god! Because of his defense, you know. And, and listen, I'm 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 quickly <laughs> hive to 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 the end. Trust me, but. You know, I can see him sliding McBride there, having Rose and Burks as your, as your primaries, McBride as as a catch and shoot, or or another uh, a tertiary ball handler with Obi and 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 Taj Noel. I could see CP. It. Are you instigating CP? I I could you see. It. I, I don't see how you keep this kid off the court, especially as a defense, as his defense is strong because his defense is is so strong. And, it's, and it's, going, it's going to be interesting because when we had these debates last year, last season with Peyton, a lot of the, what people were saying, well, that's it's because Peyton gives you this. He gives yeah. you the defense. He gives you the effort. Well, guess what? McBride gives you that and more mm-hmm. because he actually has the ability to hit an open shot. Right. Which, you know, Peyton didn't. So that's going to add even more pressure. And, you know, it's going to add even more intrigue into what Thibodeau does with him i would understand grimes maybe you know not getting minutes and you give him spot or situational minutes yeah but mcbride is gonna you're gonna have to find a way to get him I, some I think minutes it, i man. think he'll find a way i think he'll find a way again it's, it's it's no shade on quick and i think quick will, will get the first shot at it you know in that rotation but defensively there could be moments where tibbs defers to mcbride and, and goes mcbride over quickly to pair him in the backcourt with Rose. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And, I think, and, I think I, and I'll say this. To your point, what that's going to do is, I will say this, it will create a little bit of a pressure on quickly to yeah. hit shots because although in summer league we've seen him as the lead guard and point guard, I think once the season starts, his role will be as the off guard. Right. And with right. you know the, the, the abilities to drive to the basket of Rose and Kemba, He's going to get open shots, yeah. and he has not shot a great percentage in the summer league from the three-point land. I think in the season, he's going to have to hit those shots because if he doesn't, then McBride is right, right, right he's, there. He's going to be on his heels. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not advocating for it. All I'm saying is defensively, as we talked about things that are going to translate, his defense against second-unit players, I think he's going to be fine. And I think he'll be better than quickly on the defensive end. You're not going to be able to be physical with him. You're not going to be able to bully ball McBride. A lot sharper defensively in terms of his instincts. Quickly plays hard on defense. I'll, I'll never take that away from him. But McBride is more is bigger. He's more physical. 
and I think he has he has a better overall defensive awareness, and that that's why I think he'll he'll find a way into uh, into the rotation um, through one of those guard spots. What a difference an offseason makes, CP. Yeah. Just, just, just think about how just a month or so ago, whatever it was, when we played the Hawks. I mean, we were having shows, you were having shows, just trying to figure out what do we do yeah. now with, you know, Peyton's not giving us nothing. Rose, do you start them? Then you're going to alter this, yeah. then the combination, then the rotations. And now in one offseason, it totally flips. Now we're trying to figure out how certain players are going to get mixed. So I think the Knicks are in great shape heading into the season. It's a good problem to have, like Efren Lopez says. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Saturday night, CPJD rocking. Knicks win 103-94 to over the Cleveland Cavaliers. First rule of Summer League, it's only Summer League, but let's overreact. Shout out to Greg Film Stuff. Sends a super chat. He says, I like the physicality. Grimes attacks the hoop with... Not just setting up, not just settling to shoot every time, and his rebounding has been impressive. He needed this game, so let's go to Grimes. We thought yesterday was his best game of summer league. Turned out it was today. Twenty-eight points, six of fourteen from downtown, six of seven from the free throw line, six rebounds, four dimes, a steal for Quentin Grimes. Great, great game. Great game by the kid. Um, as we've been saying it during this summer league, you know, what's been consistent has been his effort, his defense, his defensive awareness on point. Passing the ball, I thought I thought has been underrated, even though he might not chalk up assists. He's a guy that pushes the ball ahead like, like uh, McBride does. Then Grimes does the same thing, especially in transition. Um, has always been aggressive all summer league with a shot. As he said at halftime, you know, shot just has had it hasn't been falling. Today it was even it was even better. You know, and we saw a lot of it early off of the screens, a lot of off of Sim screens. Sim set some good screens for him. And he got going. Uh another thing that is that has carried him throughout the summer league has been his rebounding. I don't think he's had less than six boards um in summer league he, he was a good rebounding guard at houston i think that'll carry over and and that's uh that's also a solid trait by grimes but a great game overall for him bro yeah and and you mentioned his halftime uh interview um and and that that's what we were alluding to in terms of a shooter's mindset he did not really look concerned i mean we were concerned fans were concerned yeah people were flipping out and overreacting but Quentin Grimes wasn't, and and that's the positive. He, you know, his rebounding has remained consistent. Seven yesterday, six today. That's 15 rebounds in two days. He's nine of 17 from three in his last two games. Uh, six threes today, three last night. Yeah. And listen, man, he he his shots are going in now, and he's starting to feel very confident. Starting Confidence. to get in in a rhythm. Confidence. And I'd rather it be this way than the other way because. You know, as summer league is ending, you have one game left. You want to, him to finish the summer on a very good note, so he can gain confidence and head into training camp with a positive attitude. Yeah, one hundred percent. Seven free throw attempts, also encouraging, uh, because I, I think that also uh, says something about him just being more comfortable, attacking more, staying aggressive, and and again, I thought Grimes was great. Um, one thing that that you know was notable about the Knicks off season. Uh, even though, yes, it didn't, you know, come with a big name or all-star, so to speak. But, you know, they really emphasized shot creation in terms of who they went after in the draft, where they drafted, and also in free agency. Um, especially pull-ups. 
especially pull-ups. That was one thing that the Hawks really exposed us on in terms of our lack of pull-up shooters and their depth in pull-up shooting that really killed us. You, you know, they had guys all over the place that, that were busting shots uh, in our grill. And um, pause. But, you know, they got Fournier, 53% effective field goal percentage in pull-up shooting on five attempts. Kemba, 47% on eight attempts. Derrick Rose, 50% on five attempts. Alec Burks, 53.5% on four attempts. You had McBride, who was in the 50th percentile off the dribble shooting. Grimes in the 63rd in college off the dribble shooting. It's an area that RJ and and his manager, I admitted that they're working on RJ with. RJ was... Uh, Shot 34.8% effective field goal percentage on 2.7 attempts. That's, uh, that's an area of RJ's game that he needs to work on. So, um, but overall, like I said, through, through free agency in the draft, you, you, you can see that these, this is an area of a point of emphasis for the Knicks. Yeah, and, and they're, they're basically, it's a great uh, strategy and counter to, you know, the roster that they had this season, you know, and that's why I thought, you know, the Fournier, even if the Knicks take a small step back defensively from Bullock to Fournier, you know, the difference is Bullock, you know, it's reminds me a lot, you know, Steve Novak days where we had, you know, great shooter, but once you pressure the basketball, you pressure, you know, their look, they really can't do anything. They freeze. And when we play the Hawks, DeAndre Hunter could, could take a step pull up Mm -hmm. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, you know, all their forwards, their guards, everyone, that you look, you know, had the ability to take a step or drive to the basket. And it seems like the strategy this um, offseason is to increase the offense, increase the efficiency from shooting, but also, you know, get guys that can dribble. And if, you know, someone pressures them for the three, and we've seen Grimes do that a Mm -hmm. lot tonight, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that Grimes could now is an elite shot creator, but you just have the ability to do it. And we didn't have that ability ability last season. Yeah, that that's very true. Um, some other stats from McBride and Grimes. McBride, 92nd percentile in catch and shoots while guarded. Grimes, 83rd. So, you know, guys that can shoot tough shots, man. Tough you know shots. Who, you, you know who's the most happy watching this off, uh, this summer league? Who's that? And, and, and as he learns who these new additions are, is Julius Randle. Yeah. I know Julius yeah, Randle right now feels a lot better about what he has, you know, around him going into this season. So I can't wait to see how that looks. Yeah, true story. True story indeed, man. And speaking of Julius, uh, Obi. Obi chipped in with, with 21, 8-20 shooting from on the night. Four rebounds, two assists, one block shot by Obi, two or four from downtown. And and like I said, from him, uh, whether it's this game or any of the previous ones, just, just seeing him mix up the arsenal, uh, operating a lot out of the post in this game as well. And, you know, again – some of these opportunities may not be there in his second year, right? This is summer league, NBA talent, way better. We understand that. Doesn't have the lower body strength uh, uh, to back down everybody and, and dominate in the post. But there will be opportunities, and you still want to see him taking advantage of it. You still want to see him attacking off the dribble, facing up, and because he can. He has the athleticism to do so, and uh, and you saw that tonight. And, and again, two or four from downtown. Uh, so I thought Obi looked uh, looked pretty good in, in his minutes. Yeah, I, I thought so as well. I like the way he responded in the second half. His first half was a little, you know, a little slow. Shaky. And I thought, 
in the first half, part of it was because as Sims uh, returned, yeah, you know, it, it, it's what I'm saying in terms of the little dilemma offensively with him. It, you know, when you have him at center, there's more spacing. Right. He can get to the basket faster and easier when he has a big center um, that doesn't, you know, stretch the floor then the, the the paint spacing collapses a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And now what he has to do is he has to become a better one-on-one player. He has to cut better, and he right. has to hit mid-range shots. And I thought he did that in the second half. He had a few post-ups that were strong, um, and, and he was hitting his, three, his three-point shot uh, above the break threes. And that's what he's going to need to do because when you look at this Knicks roster, you have Mitchell Robinson and you have Noel. So all that spacing he saw last night playing at center, it may not happen uh, because I just think that Thibodeau is a coach that is about consistency. He's about structure. And just like last year with Peyton, I don't know that he's going to move out of that Noel Mitchell Robinson rotation at center. So him at the four, he's going to have to learn to just get more polished in in his one-on-one skills. Um, And the other thing I will say, though, uh, about him, CP, is as you saw today, and this is my only slight concern, mm-hmm. and it's not him. It's just, you know, the way that his minutes may be managed. If you saw tonight and you've seen him in the summer, he seems to be a guy that needs a lot of minutes because, you know, he can get off rhythm and then he could come back and boom and have a great half like he did tonight. Mm-hmm. Will he get that opportunity this season it, is the question. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the way he started the first half, if that happens, you know, when that happened last year with Thibodeau, yeah. sometimes you didn't even it's see him in the second night. half, yeah, if at all. Night. So I hope that Thibodeau can, you know, just give him a chance, even if he struggles, give him the opportunity to get into rhythm because he seems to be a player that just needs minutes in order to yeah. give you a, a productive night. Yeah, you see 31 minutes tonight. <laughs> He's getting a third <laughs> of that, you know, in the regular season. So as you said, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can he maximize the limited time? I think playing full time with either Rosa Kemba whoever they 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 you know have him running out there with you know at times he'll be running with one or the other i think that'll definitely bode well for him you know playing with a solid point guard option for a full year hopefully they're all healthy i think that'll definitely help i think that'll definitely help i agree 100% i agree especially yeah. you know even in this off in this summer you know, he's playing, he's putting these offensive numbers, but you can't really say he's doing it with, you know, the point guard skill set that he's going to get once he gets to play with Rose or Kemba. So I think it'll actually make it easier for him as well. True story. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on Free Bulls. We got over 1,200 people in here. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up on Free Bulls. Uh, Knicks win 103 to 94. If you guys want to call in with your takes, call us up. 657-383-1509 is the number. I want to shout out some of the super chats that have come in so far. Shout out to... And YouTube is is uh, hating on me right now. The chat is going crazy. That's why I can't keep up with the super chats. Hang on, hang on. All right, Super Chats are getting stunned. Shout out to Big Dog. He says, uh, if you had to send one player to the G League, who would you send down? Deuce or Grimes? I mean, neither one, really. I, I, neither one. Neither one at this point, honestly. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's a, there's a need to send either one down at the moment. So, and and the Knicks won't do that either. They're, they're not a team that, that will do that. 
Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens as the, as the season transpires. Shout out my guy Ayo Pow out on the West Coast. He says, salute uh, Coach Dice Yashimoto. This is a great momentum builder for our youth. Jericho Sims, Y2J locked down the paint tonight. By the way, who's MJ Walker? Yeah, so let's get to Jericho next, man, because he was sorely missed yesterday. And it was the sole reason why they moved Obi to the five, because Reed Travis was just terrible. God awful. You know, no disrespect to the kid, but I mean, he was just terrible. Um, But Sims came back and and held it down, man. But controlled the paint, as he usually does. Uh, Eight points. How many? Eight points, nine boards, two dimes for Sims. Got to the free throw line, four, six. Had a couple of and ones, a block. Um, and, you know, listen, Sim, we, what we've seen from Sims has been consistent all summer league. The fundamentals are there, plays sound defensively, doesn't try to overdo it on the offensive end, knows his role, plays the pick and roll very well. And, uh, you know, he's, he's going to be on the two-way. He'll be down in Westchester, but we'll, we'll see what the future holds for Sims, man. Great, great pickup with the 58th pick in the draft, no doubt about it. Everything you said sounds to me like an NBA rotational player. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's what I think he is trending towards becoming here in, in, in about a year. Um, and, you know, he we, we talked yesterday. You saw the difference yesterday. We got punished in the paint, you know, with with having Obi at the five. And then tonight, you know, even with stuff that he didn't pro, uh, produce in the in the box score, mm-hmm. stuff that didn't jump out and doesn't go on a box score, just his strength down low, his ability to box out and, and, and just rotation on defense, man. He, he's going to be, you know, I think a solid center. um, And he's in a great situation as well, because a player of his skill set in today's NBA, you know, he could go, you could be drafted by an organization that doesn't really value that. And then you're out the league. Yeah. And with the Knicks, Tom Thibodeau will definitely that's, give him that's, an he's opportunity. He's a play. And so, maybe that's so, why he dropped so far down, bro. Yeah. yeah maybe that's point, why he dropped so far. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying because it's like, you know, um, people just don't – the NBA has just changed, man. Yeah. And and it, it's, you know, maybe what he produced. And also in today's evaluations in the draft, what pe- players like Sims – perform in practices and in combines etc nothing that they do in these practices are going to jump out to gms yeah. <laughs> because you know sims is not shooting threes in these workouts he's not you know doing any ball handling skills like some of these fours and fives are doing now in today's nba uh-huh. so that's probably why a player like him in today's nba is going to drop and hey the knicks you know benefited from that because they have a coach that values you know defense values rebounding values the small things and i think he's in a great situation for sure for sure and and with more consistent point guard play um i think he'll be an even better rim runner you know so we'll we'll see what happens with sims but he'll be here on on a two-way and we we know that mitch's durability and and nerland's durability as well could 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 be in question so you never know you you may see sims playing some meaningful minutes next year in in that rotation but solid solid summer league by sims big dog sends another super chat he says what's your view on vildoza and yakubitis so it was announced today that rokas was sent down to uh well he went to spain so there's our answer draft and stash so rokas <laughs> is going to go to barcelona uh he, he's going to play over there get some meaningful minutes in the acb 
And then, you know, we'll, we'll see when we see him. Do we see him next year? Do we see him the year after that? But I thought he had a pretty good summer league in his limited time. You know, definitely showed some things. Got comfortable playing as, as the games went on. And, uh, again, he'll get some meaningful minutes in Barcelona and, and come back. And we'll, we'll see what how he fits with this team in, in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, he, and that's probably why he didn't get as many minutes as, you know, some wanted. Yeah. Um, over the past few games, what that indicates to me is that this was always the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little odd for me for you to just send them to Spain right now. So if there's something I don't know, yeah, I'm not sure, but just a little odd for them. You know, he we have one game left. You know, is the whole thing was a little odd, but hey, the Knicks have a plan, and he shows some some skills here, and now is on to you know to develop overseas, and let's see you know where he's at a year or two from now. Um, and then as far as, uh, and shout out blood of the panda, I saw your super chat, we're going to definitely read it. Um, so appreciate that. As far as Vildoza, you know, we, we, it was reported earlier, uh, this week that he had suffered a, a ankle injury, a foot injury. So he was going to be out for the entire summer league. And so we'll, we'll catch up with him in the preseason. How do they handle his roster spot is left to be seen. Do they cut him and then sign him back? On a two-way contract, we'll see what happens. Remember that when they had signed him to a four-year deal, only one year was guaranteed. The rest of it was partially guaranteed. So, you know, I, I think they only paid about $2 million for his buyout fee from um, from his team in, in Spain. In Barcelona, I believe he, he came from, right? Or was he in the Turkish League? Uh, those was Bar- in, yeah. he was Barcelona. He's Barcelona. Yeah. So so they paid two billion for the buyout. I think overall he, he didn't look too great. He didn't look too great in summer league, man. He, he looked overmatched, looked uh, overwhelmed in, in many cases. You know, came out with a couple of assists, but he, he didn't have he didn't play well. He, he definitely didn't play well. So he could man, be on the it, outside it, looking in, man. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard to even, you know, say anything because we didn't really see anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know what anything. I mean? We didn't see much. Olympics, so. I mean, not really either, you know? Yeah, uh, right. you know, he, he, he played with uh, Basconia. That's yeah, Basconia. That's right. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, I don't know, man. It, it, this injury, has it been lingering for the Olympics? You know, that's the thing. When you don't see a player sometimes it's hard to give any player the benefit of a doubt because you don't know how that player plays under normal circumstances. And, you know, here with the Knicks, he hasn't been under normal circumstances. So, you know, let's see. He he definitely has a a battle ahead of him because everybody ahead of him is played well. And uh, it looks like the Knicks like him, but, you know, he'll he'll have to prove something in training camp. That's for sure. To me, that's his last shot. That's That's it. That that's his last shot. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Shout out my guy Agda Corner in the chat right now. Don Cornelli, what's going on? Big time Knicks fan. Sports Five TV in the chat as well. Shout out Sports Five TV. He's been like he he's been Team Vildoza in in America. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been the Vildoza translator the whole time. So shout out Sports Five TV and and uh, and all the work he's putting in out there. Absolutely. Yeah, Putting the, in a lot of work. Yeah, man. man. De- definitely salute to him. All right, let's get to the Super Chats before we get to the phones. I want to shout out uh, Fat Boy with Kicks. Fat Boy, what's going on? He says, man, I hope dude who called last night saying we got Turner is correct. Miles Turner on this squad would make us scary. Eric Efron says, this is the best offseason you guys have had in two decades. I can't wait to see how this season plays out. 
I think Eric, I think he might be a Bulls fan. He sent me a message the other day. He might be a Bulls fan, but uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of um, you know, out of towners or or t- fans of other teams that tune in Knicks fan TV. JD's number one show for the fans by the fans. You know, can't blame noise, them. Man. They were making, making noise. noise. We're making noise, man. So salute to Eric. Definitely appreciate that. Ten dollars super chat. Blood of the Panda says, like I said, CP, we are the, the Danny Granger Pacers, and that boy Obi's coming next. Also, shout out Grimes, a.k.a. Baby Burks, and Walker looking like a baby born ready. Hashtag Obi Ventures, hashtag free Obi, hashtag Baby Burks. Yo, I like Walker, man. I like Walker's game, man. This kid is playing like he, he's hungry. You know what I mean? He's a guy that you, you know he, he has an outside chance. Hopefully he gets picked up by Westchester. No, he's not going to make the rotation, but he's hungry, man. Plays defense, defends the hell out of the ball. And and today he, he did a good job scoring, man. 3-3 three three from downtown. Five rebounds, two steals, a block. Plus 14 on a night. Nine points for MJ Walker, man. Yeah, he was, he was smooth. He was in rhythm, you know, hitting three of three uh, from the three-point line. And he definitely has a clue, um, unlike that Travis dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, Walker definitely understands what's in front of him. That Travis yeah. dude, I don't think he's figured out yet Damn. that, you know, this is your opportunity to, to, to make an impression because, God, Lee, I was so happy since was back today. Man. I couldn't watch another game. Man, 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 man. So, uh, <laughs> but I hope Walker gets picked up, man. He, he's yeah. definitely, um, you know, maybe G League. Um, and, I think and you, you know, he might, you might get to an NBA roster during the season at some point. Yeah, I, I think he'll make it. I think he'll make it. Um, Fan94 in the chat said, Macri said, Knicks don't have enough assets until December. For, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so either. They, don't have, they certainly don't have the salaries to, to match right now. To, to make a turn of trade happen. And they're not eligible to trade any of the guys that they just signed until December 15th, until mid-December. Yeah, that's why I think, you know, because with Knox and Mitch, that's like 7.6 mil and yeah. Turner's at 18. 18. He's at 18. So you need to come up with 10 more. So yeah. if you're going to do it via some of the plays you resign, you have to wait. And I think even, regardless of what we could offer, I think from an Indiana Pacers standpoint, any right. decision that they make regarding Miles Turner will probably come at the deadline because it looks like it's trending towards them wanting to give this kind of core with Brogdon and yeah. Turner and, and Levert looks like they want to give him one shot this year to see how they do. And if they don't do well, they might go out in an all out rebuild and become right. sellers at the deadline. So, and that's why the Knicks, you know, people are like here climbing for Turner, you know, we can relax. Like the Knicks are in a good spot, you know, drafting Sims. I think Mitch is going to be extra motivated mm-hmm. because I'm not, you know, he's not thinking, Oh, Sims is going to take my job. That's not the point. The point is, is that, the Knicks have Noel that they've invested in, and then they have Sims right there that they are developing. So, you know, as Facts. if you're Mitch, you're understanding that, you know, you are in a contract year, but you're also are a part of a team that is not in bad shape behind you. So I think that will have us, we will get a real good evaluation of Mitch this year yeah. because he's going to have all the motivation that he needs. True story. My guy, Big Surge, sends a super chat. He says, after watching McBride, it's official. Frank was absolute trash. Sorry, Frank Hive. The McBride Hive is hiring. <laughs> Yo. 
Yo, man, we got, yo, what about man Frank Liv, man? He won a silver medal. He's in France. They got a nice, you know, hero's welcome back home. Shout out to the French Prince, man. It's been, it's been real. Daniel Owen sends a 25-hour super chat. He says, Grimes doing what he got to do, playing D and hitting threes. OB still got me scratching my head a lot, but looks better overall. Keep grinding, CP. Love what you do. Shout out Daniel Owens, man. Appreciate the love. We got um, David Lomonaco sends a 5-hour super chat. David, appreciate you. Let me keep scrolling up because I know Big Surge sent another super chat as well. Uh, and he says, Leon is getting a lifetime contract. He is a shrewd negotiator as he is a talent evaluator. McBride, Grimes, Sims, Quickly, and Toppin is a damn good draft resume. In La Rosa, Nostra, we trust a special year is coming. So salute Big Surge, man. Surge, you got to call in, man. I appreciate the super chats. We, we got to hear from you, man. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's open it up. Let's go to Arkansas. Truth. Kicking us off, Truth. How you feeling, fam? CP, JV, what's up with y'all, boy? Hey, in the chat, let's get them like buttons. Let's get those let's likes get some up. Hit that up. thumbs up on the feed, boys. Let's Already. Go. Already. But uh, that was a hell of a second quarter, man. I thought I seen some green light, excellent releases out there. Yep. But uh, McBride, if he take a step inside, you can count that. And then Grimes, when he fall away, he making the shot. The defense don't even matter. I see Grimes in transition. He he got a real good handle on the ball. Yeah. Seem like the ball just a magnet when they come down to Jericho Sims. Seem like he got almost every board. Obi had a good game by the time he got to the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on Cleveland, Stevens and Ryan's on. Hey, they were trying to work us a little bit. Yeah, Stevens can hoop. But we closed the game out pretty good. What you say? Yeah, I said Stevens can hoop. Stevens is nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my bad, brother. Uh, um, Amir Sims, I like that pickup. He a bruise or something like what we was expecting Knox to do. And mm-hmm. Good shooting by uh, MJ Walker. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Truth. Good. All right, man. Appreciate you. Already, bro. Be safe, man. Truth from Arkansas giving us a quick rundown. I like that. He was, he was on point. Truth, Truth was definitely on point, man. Yeah, Grimes was uh, in the 92nd percentile in transition in Houston. And again, man, I just, I would like to see us just get out and run a little bit more, bro, because now we got the horses. We, we continue to add guys that um, can push the pace and get out in transition. We have RJ. We have Obi. I think Mitchell will do better that way. Um, you have McBride, McBride, who's always pushing it ahead, and you have Grimes as well. I, I like that, bro. Add another yeah. dynamic to, to our offense. It's, it, yeah, when we go to the bench next season, it's going to be interesting you know, what rotation they use, what lineup they use to be able to accomplish that um, and, and get, you know, get out and run. Because, you know, do you put Ovi at the five and just go shooters and just run and gun? Or, you know, do you go Ovi at the four and just play with Noel? And, you know, because usually to get the best out of it, you need all five players yeah. running. Yeah. You know, and so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's why yeah. <laughs> those rotational shows are going to be going to yeah, be fun. De- definitely going to uh, break those down as as we wrap up summer league and uh, going going to the dog days before training camp. But you know, clock is ticking, man. Before you know it, we'll have preseason start up early October, and then and then we'll kick it off into the season. So definitely looking forward to that. How many people we got in the chat right now? We have over 1,600 in the chat. Let's get those likes up. Let's get to 1,000 likes right now. 
now. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. It goes a long way in promoting the show. Trust and believe. Knicks Fan TV, number one show for the fans by the fans. As usual, people, tonight's show is presented by Manscaped, the number one men's grooming tool below the waist. Fellas, go out and get the lawnmower 4.0. It is the Ferrari of ball trimmers. Your bulls will thank you later. Trust and believe. Go to uh, manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping on your order. And once again, with the lawnmower 4.0, what, what it's good for, number one, it's got the ceramic skin safe technology. Very important so that, uh, you know, you, you don't get those nicks down there, those bad nicks. It ha- comes with a spotlight, with an LED spotlight. It used to be a regular light, now it's a spotlight, so, you know, you can't miss a spot. You can use it as a flashlight if the lights go out. You know, whatever you're into. You want to do it in the dark, whatever you're into, man. Um, great battery life. You can do it wirelessly, charge it wirelessly, or plug-in charger as well. So it's got a great battery life. Waterproof as well. And it's got this sleek matte black design, man. So shout out to Manscaped. They got a bunch of other dope products, man. You got the you got your ball deodorant, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the summertime, JD definitely need that anti-chafing ball deodorant you got your ball toner man if you if you leave and work you're going out to happy hour you know what i'm saying you just need a little refresher you know just just get a little spritz and uh you got your weed whacker here man good for hair and nose trimming as well man so manscaped keeps you guys going once again go to manscaped.com enter promo code nix for 20 percent off plus free shipping all right just gotta pay the bills a little bit all right yeah. next call up Let's go to let's go to my man Craig from South Florida. Craig, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? It may be wet, but I am upset. Oh so, man, what's going on, man? Get this, get this now. First of all, I'm gonna talk about the here and now. Yeah. The Knicks are a scary team. They are a scary team. And remember, Dice is Thibodeau's right hand man, so he's doing exactly what Thibodeau wants him to do. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. So what everything that's going on out there. Thibodeau is signing off on McBride. He's going. He's going to be a big part of the Knicks this year. Yeah, no question. But what do I see on YouTube first thing this morning? Matt Sullivan and his damn ESPN show <laughs> reporting the trade I gave to you last night. Uh, I, I didn't hear that, man. Clutch B-ball TV. Knicks trade. Oh, Miles Turner. That ain't Max. Four. That's Kevin not Max Kellerman, though. I don't know who it is, but it's an ESPN offshoot. Oh no, no, it's 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 not, man. It's it's not. But no, yo, I, I agree with you though, Craig. Man, the team is looking good. Definitely appreciate it. Um, team is looking good, and and we'll, we'll see if they can rebound off of last year, man. Hopefully, you know they they can uh, maintain that that four seed or above. The East is going to be competitive, though, JD. Yeah. <laughs> East, East is going to be competitive, man. Yeah, is Craig still on? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we we're just gonna go rapid fire because we got a lot of calls in the queue, man. But definitely appreciate uh, appreciate the call, Craig. No, no, clutch clutch B ball TV. Shout out my guy Noah Cahill. No, he he's not an ESPN um offshoot by any stretch. Uh, but maybe he heard the show and and he report and you know reported it for his channel. So. Um, Craig 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 trying to get his credit, man. Yeah, he wants his credit. He wants his credit, man. <laughs> He want, I think that's what he wants. I think that's what he wants, Craig. I think he just wants his credit, man. So, uh, people are waiting on it. Look, there is interest. 
it's right now they just don't have the assets to part where uh, you know the salaries can match. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. If it does happen, all credit goes to Craig. All right, let's go uptown Harlem world. Why me? What's going on? Yo, what's good, man? You know the vibes. Hit that thumbs up for your boys. Yes, sir. Salute CP. Salute JD. Nice to meet you, brother. Appreciate I love it, what y'all doing. Thank you, man. Listen, I just want to talk about the fact Leon Rose and Tibbs addressing the Knicks long time, maybe like 20-year Achilles heel, which is guard play. Mm. I, I like the fact that we got a, we got a Bob Huggins defender, and, yeah. and just so much that that defender also has an offensive game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I like the fact that the, the league changed that rule with the unnatural moves. So that's going to neutralize a lot of guards flopping, jumping into players and things like that. They're going to allow our players to really play defense, and I think that works out in our favor, for real. So I just want to say salute, keep doing what y'all doing. Uh, on a side note, I'm not sure I would shave my balls with the same razor that I shaved my ears and my nose with. Nah, it's that's different. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Yo, pause. It's different products, though, fam. It's different products. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, is that is that like an all-in-one or what? Like, nah, man. Maybe I would, you should spend an $8. <laughs> no, fam. No, man. I would never stare you wrong, bro. I would never stare you wrong like that, man. Come on. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and, yo, I've been telling I've been telling everybody about Jericho Sims. Fans, yeah. he, his chest, his, his jersey, the New York is at the rim, so yeah, those yeah. lives are gonna be crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to what we about to do. Is I, you know, I pray that everybody stays healthy and, and all of that during these times. Salute to Jay Boogie because I was watching the other Knicks fan TV show and I saw that he he was in pain. So yeah. you know, if salute he's listening, salute to you, bro. Salute to um Ron from the Knicks as well. Yes, salute sir. to the whole Knicks nation. Everybody's looking forward to the season, man. Y'all stay healthy. Papa left and all them out there representing. Yep. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yes, sir. And salute to Ash, too, and CK. Appreciate you, know you what man. it is. I'll call y'all later, man. Much love. Yes, sir. Great call, bro. Appreciate the call, oh. man. Why me? Yo, no, man. I'm, I'm not in the... No, come on, man. It's two different products, bro. You got yeah. the lawnmower 4.0, the Ferrari ball trimmers, and then you got the Weed Whacker. Two completely different products, people. Two completely different products. Let him know, CP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> JD, JD though, he's cross-contaminating. I'm like, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why me? Why me? Not you. Why me? Why me? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, come on, man. I wouldn't stay out wrong. These, 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 all these products are part of the performance package 4.0. You can get all these, all these products in one package. Plus 20% off. It's a good deal. Definitely a good deal. But shout, shout out, shout out to, uh, to why me, man. Uh, yeah, you have anything on that call? He, he said uh, he, he wanted to applaud the front office for investing in guard play this year. Yeah, and you know, Leon, Leon, they've had a great, a great game plan, great game plan. Um, and it, I think what happened in the playoffs, you know, where you know you put a head coach like Thibodeau in a tough position to where you had to start a player that he probably didn't want to, and he didn't because. Yeah, that's right. You know, all season he was facing pressure to make lineup changes mm-hmm. uh, in the playoffs. Even, you know, after game one, he was facing pressure. He still didn't do it. So now you're giving the head coach more options um, and not only options, but, you know, players that can play defense and that can hit a shot. So he has, you know, that's what head coach always say. You know, you hire a head coach, 
You hire him for what he's able to produce, and then you get him the players that he needs so that he can execute his system. And it looks like Thibodeau this season has an improved roster, and I think that's why CP, the Knicks have a lot more expectation and pressure to you know duplicate that and be a playoff team again. Yeah, I, I agree with you, bro. That definitely agree there. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. And uh, you know, let me let me throw a little poll in in the, in the chat here. See, I want to see who the, who the fans, which rookie are the fans most, uh, you know, enthusiastic about going into seasons. And Grimes, McBride. Let's see, man. Let, let's see. But yeah, if you guys yeah. are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. Let's go back to the phones. Book from Queens. Book, how you feeling, bro? I'm fantastic. First of all, um, shout out to the show. Uh, first and foremost, yes, you're doing a great job as usual. And that cross-contaminated line is genius. I'm going to steal that and use it, apply it in another suitable circumstance. Because that was hilarious. I have a lawnmower. I was like, oh, he clearly doesn't have a lawnmower. Yeah. He don't do that. Yeah, I, I, I think I think why me speaking from experience, fam, he, I think he needs to go get that lawnmower. Go get that with your twenty percent off, man. He's he's coming from experience. <laughs> so that haven't been said. Also, CP, thanks for you. I, you remembered my comment from the other night about what I was saying with quickly with the yeah. pocket passes. You saw him working on that, improving it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of relates to what I want to talk about tonight. And you actually just talked about it with the poll. Which rookies do we value the most now that we're seeing these developments, right? Mm -hmm. And we've seen since last year, and I don't know if you guys had this same thought. When they traded back and turned one draft pick into another two draft picks, I was like, oh, this front office is playing chess, not checkers, right? These guys are two or three steps down the line in terms of what they would like to do, and they have contingency plans. And as of Fan of the Knicks, I haven't seen that in the front office for a very long time. So now I'm eagle-eyed for this kind of thing. So put your overreaction hats on, because that's where I'm going with this four quick seconds. Mm-hmm. And it concerns Sim. So one thing you guys said, and you guys are on top of your game all night. But one mm-hmm. thing you said, and I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but the perception that you called out, that basically guys like Sim are losing their value, blah, 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 because of space. I actually don't think that that's necessarily true Mm. in this sense. Out of all of the playoff centers, in terms of the teams that are actually good, the only one who doesn't protect the rim off the top of my head is Jokic. And they're not even a Final Four team despite all that offensive talent they have. Mm. Right? Everybody else, MB, Lopez, down the line, Capella, everybody else is a rim protector. I think what's happened is teams have learned how to defend five out and so you need that center to really boost your pick and roll defense because if you can't guard the pick and roll the pick and roll the spread pick and roll has become number one so it's really four shooters and the center in the middle and the exception is when you have like a Westbrook or a Giannis yeah you prefer that center to be able to do both right he needs the rim protection and the shooting but he doesn't need to shoot on all these other teams right like Clint Capella can't shoot his way out of a big bag and you know, a lot of these other guys, they don't necessarily want shooting who think they can shoot. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say, I think Sim makes Mitch expendable. Mm. And it's because Mitch is good. And I love Mitch. I'm ri- Mitch for a while was the only good thing we've done in like five years. 
right? Yeah. Like, he, he was the bright light. And, and like, you know, uh, I think Macri said on his show, he seems like a great kid. Fun kid, you know, plays with effort. We hear little rumblings about some, some like, incompatibilities maybe mm-hmm. with the culture. But I think if Sims – and when I say Sims, I don't mean, like, Noel's going to take Mitch's job and then Sims is going to play 25 minutes a game. No. Noel would take Mitch's job and then Obi – Sims, Taj now can play the five it's because it seems like they're working on that. I hope and so. That, and that's, that's, that's like, yeah, yeah. And so I, and I think with Mitch, that makes him expensive. The funny thing about Quick, and I'm literally, my Twitter handle was Emmanuel Quickly's damn guy manager, right? So <laughs> I'm all in on Quick. But the fact of the matter is, if McBride is as real as he looks, and I test overreaction some of he had on. I think this kid has game. He has mentality, yeah. wingspan, plays and defends both positions. I think he might be just a monumental steal the way quickly was last year. And if he is, a lot of teams have been talking about quickly in all of these rumors. And now that makes us flexible on quick as the year goes on. So I think – I think this team is setting up for deals. I hope it's not for Miles Turner because I don't think he gets us out of the first round of the playoffs, him mm-hmm. and him alone. Um, if we're going to lose our young guys that I'm emotionally attached to, mm-hmm. I want a big fish. I think that's where the Knicks need to go. You put value on a team in terms of draft picks and talent, yeah. and then you strike when the iron's hot. That's and facts. it appears that they're doing that. Yeah, it, so it, it does, man. Great call as usual, book. Everybody throw a five in the chat for that call. Book always bringing it. Always bringing it. Throw five in the chat for book. But, yeah, I definitely think they're doing it. Um, for me, I'm keeping Mitch. And if you bring up Sims, I like them better than Noel, man. I will, we'll, let's, see, let's see what Sims can do at, at the pro level, right? I'm, I'm pumping my brakes a little bit. It, the first, league is, first, break, rule, first, first rule of summer league is it's only summer league. So let me wait until Sims gets, gets up there with the big boys and see. What I do like is his fundamentals, in, right. in certain in certain respects. Noel, even though, yes, he is an elite rim protector, that's basically it, you know. And that's why I feel like we got dominated in that Hawks series because, number one, he doesn't rebound well. We knew that was going to be a problem. Capella ate him alive. Number two, he doesn't provide you with the, with the vertical spacing that Mitch does. And he doesn't shoot at all. I mean, we haven't seen Mitch shoot at all. We haven't seen Sim shoot. We saw Sim, Sim shoot one three-point in the summer league. But uh, Noel, he has no hands, and he's really not a threat offensively at all. You know what I'm saying? At least I mean, when, when, when you look at... When you look at, you know, some of the teams that that were in it in the Final Four, obviously, Brooke Lopez can, can splash it. You had Aiton... Um, who else did you have out there for Brooklyn? You had they were rocking with Griffin. They were rocking. They were blocking with Blake Griffin. They were yeah. rocking with Blake. I think you still need guys in the Sims, Mitch mold in the playoffs. I don't think you you have to necessarily have a split four split spacing five to win games. I still I still think there's value in having that guy. As long as that big is is not going to get exposed in his pick and roll defense, 
I still think you need that guy because I think that's part of the reason why the Suns got worked by the Bucks in 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 those closing games because the Bucks size and their rebound and they dominated them in, in that respect. But what what's, what's your take? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. I mean, listen, Sims had nine fouls. He almost had a double-double the other day where he has seven points and nine fouls. Yeah. So when I see things like that, you know, I just want to put perspective. Now, we want to put our overreaction hat? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's he looks good here, but, you know, he can go up against Joel Embiid tomorrow and pick up three fouls in two, two minutes, and then what's the use there? You know, now you have to make adjustments. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I want to develop him and – Yes, I do agree with the call in terms of perspective and his philosophy. I do agree with that. Um, however, I would say that, you know, Aiton can hit a mid-range shot and Brooke Lopez can hit a mid-range shot. He can hit yeah. a three-point shot. So even the centers that were in the finals, they still had the ability to score around the basket or in the perimeter, even as they both are shot blockers. Mm-hmm. So um, so there's still value there. I mean, a few years ago when the Lakers made the finals, you know, JaVel McGee couldn't get on the floor. He was a starter because then it became a liability right. once he couldn't do anything right. around the basket. And, and, and we see yeah, that, that was, a lot that with these centers. I mean, you just mentioned Noel as an example yeah. of why, you know, you don't, you know, and but Sims does have it looks to be a skill set that he can have uh, develop a post game. And I mentioned the three-point shot that he took a few games ago that he missed, but it did look a little fluid. It looked like he has potential there. So you know, I'm not saying Sims has to develop a three-point shot, mm-hmm. but develop where he has a touch around the basket 
and he can be a threat off the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. If he can be a threat, then you can definitely have a that I think that's where um Mitch needs to get better is becoming a threat outside of just a lob. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And and it'll be left to be seen where they go with his development this season. Uh but but he did post on on Instagram, shout out to Mitch. He, he did post on Instagram that uh that the training staff is, is getting him is getting him ready for the season. We we seen a, a much a much uh stronger Mitchell Robinson in yeah. in some pictures. So Mitch looks like he he's ready to go. Uh so we'll see, man. You know, it's, and, it's, and I'll say this yeah, on Noel, it. CP, mm-hmm. cuz you getting on my boy Noel. Mm-hmm. I'll say this on Noel. Mm-hmm. I think Yes, I, I do. He is a good shot blocker. He's not. I think people overrate him on the pick and roll defense. He's really not a strong uh, pick and roll defender just because he's yeah. so used to shot blocking that he's always thinking that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he's out of position in the pick and roll. Yeah, I, I said but, that. That's, that's what I said. That's why I, no, I didn't think he was good on as a pick and roll defender. That's, that's But I, I think he just ran out of gas um, because of the Mitch injury. Yeah. You know, Tibbs overextended his minutes. He needed to. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, to me, he's a backup. He's a backup player. And in the NBA, um, sometimes when you play a certain role and you're asked to do more than what your role is, you get exposed for certain things that you're not able to produce for more minutes. And I think that's what happened to him. If they can keep him for the role that they are planning to, you know, 18 minutes, mm-hmm. I think you you can get good 18 minutes. Anything over that, absolutely, he he could become a. You can actually become a liability a liability yeah. from from a strength. I agree. Now, but I, I still think that book brings in an interesting um, point. Not to say that, you know, he did say that Sims makes Mitch expendable, but I still have to question whether they will invest a significant amount of cap in their front court. I mean, the, yes, the deal that they gave Noel is a little bit less. It's, 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 a, it's about roughly $9 million per year. How much are they gonna give Mitch? You know, how much are they, Mitch? Mitch is gonna he's gonna command double digit if if he goes through a full eighty two or a good chunk, say eighty percent, he's gonna command say what fifteen, sixteen. You know, to, I would say between twelve to fifteen. How yeah. much? How much did Jared Allen get? Jared Allen got five for a hundred, right? That's twenty five. Or did, did he get? He got twenty. Jared Allen got twenty. I believe it was five. Or, five or was five four hundred is twenty. Yeah, if it's five years, yeah, that's twenty twenty a year. Yeah, it's you figure Mitch years. will get less, a little bit less. I think Mitch could be in that fifteen. I think fifteen could, might be the sweet spot. I think I think he could go in that fifteen. So and he he'll probably want twenty, knowing that you know you ask for more in negotiations, knowing that you have a ballpark behind closed doors. So. Right. 15 may be that sweet spot and yo, it's, it's tough. And then the other question is like you mentioned, if not, not even 82 CP, what if he has a great start, right? He has a great start. Mm -hmm. He's healthy. The Knicks are winning. What do you do? Because if you're the organization, you don't want to give him that money. Then do you want to risk losing him for nothing? And that's the other question. That's the other question. That's you know, question. like you just got because to me, if I'm a Nick fan, I would be disappointed. We got a steal in the second round, and now we what do we get out of it? You yeah. didn't get anything in return. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense to me. So it's going to be very be interesting. interesting, right? Um, at least the Sims, the Sims drafting and what he's shown could give you some sense of 
insurance policy in the event that right. you ha- have to make a deal or or you could trade Mitch for a wing player because I do think this team could use a wing defender. Um, but I think everything will be on how he, everything's going to be on what the organization, how they want to invest the cap. And yeah. it seems to me the way that they've, you know, given some of these contracts, two year deals, they have their eye on some prize in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I'm I'm curious. You know, they could they could very well still, you know, re up Mitch and and you know let let Noel walk or put Noel in a package. But I'm just very interested to see where, where they go with that and whether or not they view Sims as a way to kind of reset that rookie scale, like the Hawks are trying to do with Cam Reddish, because they have the depth there in, at the position and they feel like you know Sims could come in be a rim runner, be a rim protector. You know, in in that Mitch mold, it's just very interesting to see where, where they go there. And and if Mitch and Noel don't stay healthy, like I said, Sims will get an opportunity. If they trade Mitch, we, we better get something out of it. That's all yeah. I have to say. Well, 100%, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Yeah, it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting question by uh book throw your cities in the chat man where are you guys checking in from throw your cities throw your flag if, you, if you're not from new york throw your or or from the u.s throw your flags in the chat right now and we'll shout a couple of you guys out a couple more calls i heard papa left is on the line so we got to get to him we got to get to him uh where's he at and I saw, you know what, Popolov, hang on, because we got to go long distance. We got to go to the land of the rising sun right now. My guy, Ruel, is checking in from Japan. Ruel, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I hope y'all enjoying y'all evening. What's going on, man? Good, enjoying man. Enjoying y'all from the league, staying safe. Yeah, or I should say good morning to you, man. Konnichiwa, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's about noon here, so okay. no I'm getting myself ready for the day. All right. Uh, Sunday, but um, hey, I just want to talk about this uh, Mariana Trench that we got going on for depth. Yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot of fans right now are just kind of like overthinking some things. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole hey, we might have to move Mitch thing to me just seems kind of overblown. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't decisions that need to be made this off season or even at the trade deadline. But what if honest. he walks? Um, what if he walks? You know, he's going to test the open market. Hey, hey that's that's it. He he was the he was the second round pick. Right, that wasn't something that we expected to get out of him, um, as a whole. Right, uh, I'd rather you know if we have lottery picks that walk, that's more of a bigger deal, right? I mean, um, not necessarily, so bro. You, you can't. You can't. I don't think you could walk. view it as. I don't think you could view it as what he what you he was or what you got him for. I think you view it as what his value is to the team and to the league. What is his market value, and can you get something for it that that you know is of equal value? Or do you lose him for risk losing him for nothing? Well, yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, uh, it, it's not an absolute nothing. It's more of a, a cap space nothing uh, like that. Like he, he, He's still worth cap space in that regard. If he goes out there and finds out his value is higher, then obviously there's teams that, that might be on the phone who's not – like teams are not going to call asking for Mitchell Robinson if there's a possibility he could just walk. That's a fact. Right? So that's why the whole extension conversation needs to be – you know, it, it, we, we don't know where that is. You know, he's been through so many different agents, you know, uh, since the start of the league. But uh, since, since he's been in the league, so it's just kind of like we don't know, right? We, we as a fans and we've seen this front office have kept things tight-lipped this entire time, you know. Um, and they, they've done an absolutely wonderful job behind the scenes 
without, you know, the media interfering and people putting pressure on, hey, you should go get this player. You know, you should go get that player because we heard y'all trying to get this player. You know, um, but right now, looking at this team as constructed, they don't need to do nothing right now, right? Uh, they, they legitimately don't need to do anything right now. Uh, we know Tibbs is going to run a, a 10-man rotation at best, right? So, you know, as much as I've loved the way how Grimes and Deuce McBride's been playing this summer league, I honestly don't feel like – I feel like they're probably going to spend some time in the G League um, as a whole. And the way how Obi Toppin is playing this, in this summer league, it's just like I just want Randall to sit sit down for maybe about an extra 10 minutes a game or an extra five to eight minutes a game, you know, just so Obi Toppin can get, that, get those reps in, you know. So, like I said, this team is extremely deep. And I, 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 I tweeted it a couple of days ago. I think the Knicks are going to be the third seed. Going into the NBA playoffs next season, you know, I, I honestly believe that. Um, Third, okay. You know, regardless of what people say, yeah, I, I legitimately believe that because uh, you can't you can't not depth in the way uh, a lot of teams need it. Like we we got this whole COVID health and safety protocol going in, all these injuries that's been happening and what have you. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff, that's good. We'll be able to endure that, right? Like that's that's just that's just how I feel. Like. Boom. Let's say Rose or Kemba goes down. Boom. McBride is, is an easy slot in. An easy slot in. And we don't lose much on defense. Matter of fact, we gain much on defense. Because I think he's a better defender than those two. Yeah. Right? And and, and that's why, you know, I, yeah, I try to tell people, like, look, it, this, this team is deep and it's deep for a reason. And we're not overpaying anybody. It's easy for us to move pieces for future stuff. But for right now, I think the front office is, is, is chilling for right now. They're, they're not, they've done their job. And they're going to just watch and see how this team performs going forward to see if they need to move assets or anything. But for right now, this team is going to be an absolute monster. We, we kept the same course. So that's, that's, just, that's just my two cents. Absolutely, man. Good to hear from you. Be safe out there. Enjoy the day over in Japan. My guy, Ruel, checking in. Long-time viewer, long-time listener. I, I still, you know, I still think... Uh, there will be a decision on Mitch, bro. There will be a decision. I like Mitch, man. And, yeah. and, I mean, look what they did this offseason. What's to say that they just won't give him a – you can offer him a nice three-year deal. You don't have to give him four or five just because we have the ability to. You can give him a nice three-year deal, Um, pay him a lot of money for three years, yeah. you know, and just, like, keep it within the framework of in the event that you have to make a move, you still are able to. You know, just like people are saying with these contracts that we sign is, you know, Fournier or a lot of these people got a lot of money, but they're not necessarily to the, you know, four or five years to where you can't do something, put or a pick no next to it and move it. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can you can you can get creative. Um, Noel could be moved. But I think with Noel, if you're going to move Noel, you may have to attach an asset yeah, probably. Um, for someone to take him because. You know, like I mentioned, that's the reason why I thought he would re-resign here because I don't think that other teams were going to value him the way Thibodeau and this yeah, system. They took He's a system player to me. They took care of him. So they took care of him. So what makes me think that they may not take care of Mitch? Well, I think my question, is, my question is, does Mitch's team intend to take this thing to the market because what is he on a six agent now? He fired Rich Paul. He thought Rich Paul was going to have him straight. Fired him. Now he's on the next guy. I don't think he's he's hiring all these people to just give them a team friendly deal and take anything that that they throw at him. 
it's a risky bet for Mitch too. Yeah, and the other thing is, I don't know. I mean, it's a different position player, but it's still business. So what happened with Noel before, right? I'm sure maybe Noel has had behind-the-scenes conversations about that experience. And then we saw Dennis Schroeder. Does Dennis Schroeder's True. situation True. now change the way, you know, some players look at, you know, when if the Knicks, let's say tomorrow, the Knicks say, hey, Mitch, here's a three-year offer. Does Mitch say, yo, I'm not trying to be the next Schroeder. You know, I understand I can get hurt. Let me take the financial security. Right. Let me take this deal because that's the other side to it, too. You know, he decides to take it to the market. What if he gets hurt in the second half? He has a bad year, a bad ending to his year because yeah. that's what happened with Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Schroeder had a decent season to start. It's just the way he finished. He got hurt. Yeah. He wasn't able to Call do anything COVID. in the playoffs. And that, yeah, and that killed his value. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing just, he has to consider, too, because he's had man. six agents. How would he look after having six agents? And then the Knicks make him an offer behind the scenes and, and it's reported it gets leaked, right? The Knicks leak it on purpose or something, mm-hmm. put pressure on him, and then he gets something happens and then now he has to take another one-year deal. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question, man. De- definitely a good question. We'll see see how it all transpires during the season. Let, let's salute some of these people in the chat, man. I want to salute uh, Anthony Corniel checking in from Corona, Queens, repping DR. Anthony, what's going on? We got Sports 5 repping the Bronx. Um... Five Boy Kev repping Vegas. What's going on? We got Swinney the One from New Zealand. All right, all right. Big up uh, Gatlin One Two Gatlin Thirty Three checking in from Jamaica. What's going on? The Uppercut. How you feeling? Uh, who else we got in here? We got Kevin Brown repping the Poconos via Brooklyn, USA. Let's go. Uh, who you want to shout out in the chat, bro? M Rivera, forty-three ninety-six, Strong Island. Let's go. Uh, Shutani One, Singapore. Okay, all right, worldwide. Let's go. And I'm I'm always gonna I'm always gonna shout out uh, Paul Roberts from Harlem. Anybody that's from Harlem, I'm gonna shout them out. Harlem, USA. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, man. Let, let's let's definitely shout out um, anybody from Haiti, man. If you have people out there in Haiti, there was there was a, a big earthquake out there again today. So uh, you know, we just want to salute you guys, and and hopefully you know you didn't have anybody that was impacted too much out there or at all. And so definitely want to, uh, you know, you know, salute you guys for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Who else? Oh, Angel from Brazil. Angel, what's going on, man? How you feeling? All right. A couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's get those likes up. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button. Rod from Nebraska. Rod, how you feeling, bro? Rod, I was looking for you yesterday, fam. What happened? P.P., what it do, brother? How what's you doing, man? man? I was going to give you a call, but I gave you a break. I gave you a break, man. <laughs> I, I was wait, I was ready, I man. I had a drink quick. poured up after the quickly dud yesterday. Okay. I was I was I'll ready for the show. ammunition, Meryl. Let's go. I watched the show. I watched the show. I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm gonna keep it light. I'm gonna let everyone see what I've been talking about. Before I begin, I just wanna say the deuce is loose. <laughs> the deuce is loose. All right. He's going to be a problem, and we all know this. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. They saying Marcus Smart. He reminds me of Tony Douglas, one of our own. But he's hopefully better. better. Yeah, but he's hopefully better. better. He's a he's a he's a ball hawk. Mm-hmm. I love his physique. Six eight six nine wingspan. Trey Young right now is in the gym trying to come up with three other moves. Mark my words, because <laughs> it's not going to fly. We got somebody to go to. McBride. I mean, not look. I, I'm done. I'm getting this jersey real quick. Uh, uh, Grimes, like I said last call, I, I'm getting H two H two O chills. This guy, I like. Look, if RJ had uh, uh, Grimes handle, 
RJ would be an all-star. Grimes is serious. Uh, what I love about our two guys that this draft, I hate to say it, 96 was pretty deep with, with Marbury and Ray Allen and Ivo. Mm-hmm. The league got something with this draft. They might have seven stars, mm. maybe four, four or five superstars, and we got two of them. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to be all-star stars, but our boys can be in that conversation depending on their production. Uh, um, um, as, as far as uh, Jericho Sims, I hear a lot of talk about him. I don't think he's showing enough to push Mitch out the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say this. When I'm looking at Mitch picks online, I like what I see. I like what I see. I see a, a, a student who's working harder to get better grades. I no longer see a class count with valedictorian type of potential. You know what I'm saying? He looks yeah. a little serious. Yeah. He messed his own money up. He, met, he got Pookie from New Jack like, contract deals, man. He messed his own money up. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope that he get his act together and he take this league seriously because he already came in, uh, didn't finish college, you know, a second rounder. Uh, Lakers wanted him. We jumped up and, and, and snatched him. He proved that he, he has the skill set, but I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for Mitch. And and I got to I got to end it with IQ man. Mm-hmm. I'm not an IQ hater, CP. I like IQ. <laughs> we got IQ during the COVID time, man. We needed something. Yeah. All we talk about is point guard play. Well, IQ came. We didn't even call him a point guard. We said we got something. But the problem is, we we traded back for IQ and didn't draft Maxi. Maxi dropped a 26 a game in the summer league. So who's the better player? We got a draft pick, but I don't know what that's going to pan out to be. So I'm, I'm still happy. I like IQ. I just don't like. I don't like. I don't like what I'm smelling from him. It's like he's he. He changed. I don't see humble. I don't. I, you know, uh, uh, McBride said in the interview. Uh, 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 they said, "What you what you get from IQ?" He said, "Yeah, giving a lot of information. I could take criticism. How you criticizing that young boy? How you criticizing him? Just tell hey, him to, he just, went through the fire. Take him to the sushi bar. Take him to the sushi bar. I don't <laughs> criticize that boy because you're on your ankles. Go ahead, CP. I'm quiet. Rob, man, appreciate the call, man. Def, definitely appreciate the, the value of calls. Look, quickly went through the fire, JD. He, he, he was on a team that went to the playoffs, fourth seed. The kid was picked 25th in the draft and was being put in rookie of the year conversations. Finished second team all rookie, Rob. We can't just, you know, throw all that out. So, so he, he, he established himself quite the resume as a rookie. Yeah, he could impart some wisdom on, on Grimes and McBride. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that. The coaching staff even told you that. They were putting more leadership responsibility on OBI and IQ. So he's, he's taking that on. He's taking it on, bro. And you see him in summer league, you know, he's talking more. He's trying to lead. So, you know. It looks like it, the, the organization is giving him more responsibility in year two. And you kind of want to do that because now he's going to play with another veteran in Kemba Walker. So yeah. um, I think those skills are even going to improve more. And you also want to give him that opportunity too. you know, he's right. just a rookie. He was a rookie and he didn't necessarily it wasn't until Derrick Rose got here that, you know, certain players around him started to even play better and more comfortable. Let's see how comfortable he looks in year two with Kemba and Rose. Now, everybody in, you know, specific roles. And let's see how he plays, because I think a lot of people are putting a lot of emphasis on, you know, his summer league play. But I think we're forgetting that the role that he's playing right now is is not right. going to be, at it's least be I'm guessing, less. it's not going to be what he's going to you know play in the season. I need him to shoot. <laughs> and that's I need it. him to shoot. 
Light up the threes. That is his job, bro. That is his job. That's what his job is going to be on this team for the most part. Get in and, and let off the cannon, bro. That That's what we need. Get buckets. That's what we're going to need. Yo, Kemba, please stay healthy because I, I, I need yeah. to see how this team looks with I mean, you talk about 48 minutes of Kemba and Rose. Oof. Yeah. Now, it's, again, it's, and, and, and and look, Rod's, Rod's still not wrong. Even in his minutes, again, IQ only shot 40% from two. When he, he, he has no go-to moves to the basket outside of the floater. When the floater's not happening, you oftentimes see him, you know, chucking, throwing up prayers. You want to see, you know, something a little bit more disciplined there. We'll see how he works on that. That's all part of player development. Um, I got to go back... I don't remember the order of the draft, but I did feel like during the draft last year that they they could have had. I I think I think that Maxi could have been a, the pick. I don't remember how the order went or when they decided to trade back to get IQ, but I was. I think I remember sitting back. You mean like I, where Maxi went? No, like I was. I'm trying to go back and remember. What order things happen? Like, did Maxi get picked first and then they traded back? Because I want to say that that's what happened. Or did they already trade back and then Maxi got picked by Philadelphia? Because I think I think they would have taken Maxi, bro, if, if he was on the board. I, I, I had heard that Maxi was like, yeah, Maxi was the player they wanted. Yeah, and 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 you know, I, I heard it from you know someone you know, within that, that, that was involved in some stuff that, you know, Maxi was a player that they definitely won. Sure. And I, I think I can't recall either, but I think it happened that Maxi was picked 21st. They had that deal in the bank and then they no. Oh, did they trade? Did I, 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 don't, I don't remember the, the order. Trade? I don't remember the order, but all I, I know remember. is there's, there's no chance if Maxi's sitting on that board that they don't take him or that they, t- they take quickly over him. I don't see that happen. No. I definitely don't see that happen. My Maxie was touted to be a lottery pick last year. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. <clears throat> and then some people thought that, you know, we could have gotten a IQ what, at 32nd. Yeah. 31st where we were picked. We picked 31st. And I don't think that's necessarily uh, true because uh, Pritchard went right after quickly. And right. then there was reports that, you know, had quickly been available, you know, the Celtics would have been interested in quickly. And then after quickly went, you saw some point guards go with Tyrell Terry, Makali Flynn, uh, Kevin Pritchard. Mm-hmm. So there were there was a run of point guards right after right. the Knicks pick quickly. There was a run of point guards that went after. So there was no guarantee that out of all those point guards picked, one of these organizations would have not picked quickly. So I think the Knicks just got who they wanted after uh, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Yeah, again, I, I got to go back, man. I, I don't want to hold up time on the show and go back, but I'm pretty sure that David in the chat says um, they they made the trade after Maxi got picked by the Sixers. I got to go back and check. I don't remember. But all I know is that if Maxi's on the board and Quickly's on the board, they're taking Maxi first. I, I don't I don't think that's uh I, I don't think that's that would even have been a question. Especially when they got Calipari as yeah, Calipari yeah. is is their guy. Yeah, so. that's that's their guy. I think they would have taken Maxi. So, 
But good, good debate, good, good talk. Appreciate you, Rod, as usual. All right, let's get to him. Papa left in the building. Papa left. Are you still in Vegas, bro? Are you still holding it down? How are you feeling right now, man? I'm holding it down. I got passed up. You know, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I left my wallet on the plane. What? <laughs> on the way here. So I've been, I've been Google paying my way. And yelling my way through for the whole week, but yeah, I got past TSA and I am in the airport right here in Vegas, listening to Knicks fan TV. No doubt, no doubt. So wait, so how how'd you how'd you 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 have no license? I assume, right? Or you got your license on you? Yeah, yeah. So I had to cancel all my hotel reservations. I got the Airbnb right in the backyard of the Thomas and Max Center, and it was strictly a basketball, strictly a basketball trip. On the grizzle, man. Damn, man. So I, I hate yeah. to hear that happen to you, bro. Yeah. No, it was That's great. Nice. I had a great time. I just wanted to tell a couple stories from today. Um, Are you going to tell us the net story? Uh, talk about, <laughs> they talk about Dolan like he's the Grinch who stole, you know, Knicks basketball and all this stuff. As if the Knicks organization is just a bunch of, like, terrible people and it's a cancer to New York City and we should hop and jump ship to the Nets. You know, Roger Hines today, I, you know, he's been sitting pretty much a, a row in front of me. Roger Hines, if anybody's listening, is a longtime trainer. New York Knicks trainer. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he spotted me against the Pacers. He gave me a T-shirt. Um, and then tonight there was two young uh, fans, two young Knicks fans, screaming for Obi, 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 Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Roger Hines got up from his seat, went down to security, pointed at the two kids. They had... Uh, basketball oh, this, cards this was after the game, right? IQ. This was after the game, right? Yeah. We, I saw that on the TV, no, is, on the TV feed. Oh, you saw... Okay, so this happened... He got a, a signature during the game mm. from, from Emmanuel Quickly because he was out because Quickly was on the bench. And I guess Obi got... I wasn't there for the end, but I guess Obi also signed the card. But shout-out to Roger Hines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Roger Hines has been here since, you know, a lot of us first became fans of no for myself i'm 30 years old and uh you know always remember roger hines but getting getting a chance to see him he's a humble dude and i posted it on twitter and somebody said something about him giving out gear at a dmv in maryland or something like this guy is a low-key legend and uh just wanted to give roger hines his flowers uh, yeah. uh from from the knicks faithful 100 percent. um yeah uh <laughs> during the game uh, I have two stories. During the game, it was uh, Nick. There's no Nick lead is ever safe, obviously, even in Summer League. We were winning by 19, and then slowly but surely, we were having tough possessions, giving up threes. And then um, Obi got fouled big time underneath the basket by Matt Ryan. Not, not the Falcons' Matt Ryan, the Cavs' Matt Ryan. And I said, I yelled out, you know, I'm real close to the court, so I yelled out, Matt Ryan, 28-3 is over. You can't get it back. Relax, relax. So he kind of looked up and was confused, and then he hit a three in Obi's face, and on the way down the court, he slaps Obi on the ass. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and then Obi got a layup, and then it was a six-point game. And Obi didn't really, he was, they were kind of going back and forth. So then it was like a dead ball. The ball was being inbounded, and I got up, and I screamed out. I said, hey, Matt Ryan, you hella sus for slapping Obi like that. You hella sus. And Obi immediately, immediately starts laughing. And Matt Ryan looks looks up at me, looks up at me, and he's like, 
don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Worry about your team. And then the whole Knicks contingency was like, yeah. Let's go. Let's... To him. So <laughs> that was great. Um, you know, it was, it was it was interesting to see the players. Uh, you know, I saw Isaiah Jackson. I told him good run. Mm. I did see Sharif Cooper right after the Hawks game, and I walked right by him because he's the ops now. Like I can't go yeah. to the Sharif Cooper hive was never never began. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't I can't show him any love yet because he's a hawk. So I just let him walk right by me. But Isaiah Jackson's a, you know he's not even a threat to 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 my glory. So I you know I said shout out to Isaiah Jackson. Um, but, um, at the end of the night, as I went to, you know, get my stuff, go to the Uber, I saw, um, a guy comes out and he says, you're the guy from cross court from last night. I saw the video of you on the defensive possession on Cade. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh, wow, man, respect, respect. Hey, you're going back to New York. And I said, yeah. And he said, oh, I was like, what's your name? He's like, Grimes, Matt Grimes. And I'm like, oh, you, you're Quentin's brother. And he said, yeah. So this is actually, Matt Grimes is actually Quentin's manager. Okay. And he's welcomed into Knicks Nation. And I told him, you know, I said, there's going to be crazy people out here that, you know, that are going to chirp about your bro. But real Knicks fans, which, which pretty much is all Knicks fans, yeah. we mm. just want defense and hustle. You tell Quentin, as long as he's playing defense and he's hustling, the shot will come. And I told him, just look at what happened tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, he was lighting it up. And I told him that the Grimes Hive has officially been activated. <laughs> and he said, what's that? And I said, you'll find out. The Grimes Hive has been officially been activated tonight. No doubt. And uh, Knicks Fan TV uh, pushing forward. You know, the first game we got the Sims Hive. The second game we got the IQ Retribution Hive. Yeah. The third game we got... The Deuce Hive. Yeah. The fourth game, we got the OB Retribution Hive. Let's go. And the fifth game, we were introduced to the Grimes Hive. So every game, one player seemed to shine from the rest. And all collectively together, I I mean, call after call, as as I've been listening, I've been getting more excited. Um you know, I can't sit there and and argue down a third seed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm expecting a six, a six. But I can't argue that. You know, if things go the right way. That guy, the guy who called, I think, from Japan. Um, by the way, you guys are second to Nets Fan TV in the international wave, but shout out to you guys getting the, the international call from Japan. Um, I don't know how you guys do it as a second, you know, rate, rated team in, in, in New York. I'm just, you know, shout out to you for trying. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he said, if you know, we, we have the, the depth to to withstand an injury to withstand a covid absence mm-hmm. whereas other these, these teams are very top heavy you know uh if even if randall were to go down and god forbid he went down i you know ob can slide in and, you know uh, there's so much depth at this team that we're starting to talk about you know august gming and and that's a good thing you know and and, and the continuity i, I just want to say that you know people do treat Dolan and put him as the cast over the Knicks fans like he's the Grinch that stole like the New York City basketball and that that's just simply not true anymore you know this is a totally different culture Tom T- you know not all these coaches are there by the way I saw Spolstra there today that's a good sign because he's one of the only other coaches that I saw courtside 
So I, I personally think Spolster is the best coach in the game. But I, I think that Thibodeau has been there every game. And for the caller who said IQ might be smelling his own stuff, I mean, that might be true, but Thibodeau's right there at yeah. the end of the game yeah. telling him everything he did wrong. So right. I think that there's such a commitment to growth, a commitment to, to – and I, and I want to say to the crowd, to the fans, I just wanted to represent you guys. You know, yeah, I, I, was, I didn't grow up going to Knicks games. I grew up watching games on MSG. You know, I couldn't afford to go to these games, and, and, I, and I, it was worth every penny to go to the game one against the Hawks. It almost felt like pilgrimage to Mecca to go to that game, even though we lost. Uh, I enjoyed going to game three and game four, even though we lost, and I enjoyed going to Vegas. But each, especially in Vegas, I just wanted to represent y'all. Like, I wanted y'all to understand that I'm you, you are me. We meet through all different um, states, countries, any basketball arena where the Knicks are, we're going to come out and rep. And um, I think I'm going to end the phone call by saying we definitely impact the game. Yeah, and uh, I think that game one, CP, you were there. I think our players just weren't used to it. And they played tight and they played nervous. There was mm-hmm. a lot of their first playoff games, RJ especially, guys just played nervous and we almost were too loud, you know, for them. But I think that over time, that culture is going to gonna be a big-time, um, like, you know, film for, for people who want to come play here. And not that we're begging anybody to come play here. I think we're developing a culture, and mm-hmm. I think that's the right way to do it. You don't want to be thirsty. <laughs> and I think that um, – I think my message to the fans is keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head down. Um, there are certain things that I, I say repeatedly. There are certain things that are undeniable. You can say whatever you want about the Knicks in our history in terms of wins and losses, but there's no fan base like this fan base. And, you know, the fact that I could hop from this this podcast when it's done and I could go to a Danny B and I could go to a Raw Hebrew, I can go to uh, Knicks Film School, mm-hmm. I can go on Twitter, and, and nobody boxes anybody out. Everybody welcomes each other in and, and supports each other. You know, I got Nick's content for a whole flight from Vegas mm-hmm. to, New York, for, to, to New Jersey and the bus ride back to my apartment. So shout out to Nick's Nation out there. Shout out to Nick's Fan TV. And we'll see y'all on Monday night against the Hawks. Papa left. Yo, real quick, bro, drop your, uh, your Twitter handle, your IG handle. Make sure that uh, so we make sure people know where to find you on Twitter and IG, bro. Yeah, man. Basically, Twitter is live like Lefty, L-I-V-E-L-I-K-E, Lefty, L-E-F-T-Y. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, it's Papa Left, P-O-P-P-A-L-E-F-T. Um, but you know what I mean? I share things from time to time, and they take off. <laughs> I'm not cloud chasing. I just happen to be hitting nerves. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just you like hit some nerves today and, and, get, and love, with the I Nets. I love my fellow nice. Knicks. And I, I'll say this. I'll say this also. Every person that I've sparred with in in that arena, whether it be a Piston fan, a Laker fan, um, that, that was pretty much that, that was it. Pistons, Pistons, Lakers, you know, NBA fans, they all respect it. You know, they respect the Knicks fans, and I respect them back. And and I think it's all love at the end of the day. But we just, I just. That's it. That's all I want. I just want it to be known. We're the most passionate fan base. And you can bring up any adjacent point to that that has nothing to do with it. You know, and we'll accept whatever 
you want to bring back at us, but we're just we're just simply the most passionate fan base. And it was shout out to Sam Mitchell and Jared Greenberg. Yeah. And that that'll uh, for them for them speaking the truth because it's about damn time. One hundred percent, bro. Have a good night. Yo, get home safe, Papa Left man. We'll, we'll catch up Definitely. when you get back. Everybody, throw a five in the chat for Papa Left. The Vegas report is wrapped up. Papa Left went out there and did his damn thing. Held us down from beginning to end. You know, listen, man, whether it was a Laker fan or the Pistons fan, Papa Left was mowing him down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, that his call was that call was so good, man. I want to go get his wallet. Yo, real talk. Real talk. (laughs) I want to I want to help out. Let's get let's get Papa Left his wallet back, man. I mean, listen, you know, I wanted to tell him while he was on that, you know, shout out to him, man. He the job that he did in this trip. Um, doesn't go unnoticed. Um, it didn't go unnoticed. You know, you're talking about the NBA Summer League, NBA.com. Uh, yeah, they were on them. They were on them, man. ESPN, um, all the networks, you know. He put even a bigger eye on, on Knicks Nation. He put more eyes on Knicks Fan TV, repping yeah, yeah. Knicks Fan TV Knicks out fan there. TV shirt on you know, day. so, so sure. that put more eyes on, on Knicks Fan TV. So yeah. everything that he did with, with passion, and and kind of representing, as he said, you know, all of us here, man, it, it was a, it was an outstanding job, man. And and yeah, it's did. all about grit. It's all about the New York personality. He definitely exhibited that out there. So shout out to you, Papa Left, and keep doing what you do. One hundred percent, man. Could, couldn't have said it better myself. There's fives going across the chat right now for Papa Left. And, uh, you know, from from here, look, man, we, we got to close it. I, I got to run anyway, but we got to close it with my man, Jay Boogie from North Carolina. Jay Boogie, how you doing, bro? Salute, salute, salute. Three capital set S's, man. How everybody doing? Shout out to the chat, everybody worldwide. The Nick from New York all the way to Vegas, from Vegas to Japan, Japan to overseas, anywhere in the world, in the country. That's what the Knicks do. And shout out to Papa Left, you know what I'm saying, doing what he do. You got to know that man personally to know him about his ways and his actions. And what he does, he does it straight from his heart. I want y'all to know and understand that. I'm telling you that. That man does what he does straight from his heart. So big ups to that man out there doing what he's doing, you know what I'm saying, carrying the torch like Ali, you know what I'm saying, and, and making the Nick, Nick Nation completely worldwide, man. You got to love it. You got to respect it. Shout out to my squad up on the board. You see him looking like Rizal, my man, GM, the greatest man it is on. It, it is in the podcast, CP, looking like Benny the Butcher. And you see to his left, you got the West Side Gunner. I love y'all dudes. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You know Appreciate what I'm saying? It, bro. And salute to my man, Super Dave, the board, man, the best man it is in the game, man. You know, it's a great time, great feeling out there in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? I like our situations. I like what we're doing, man. Guys is getting better and better in a short period of time. I love what Grimes is doing. Only thing I need to do with Grimes is bring him to Coney Island, take his shoes and his socks off and let him run around cones in the sand so that way he'll learn how to get his feet quick and start beating some other people off the dribble. That defense and that shot, that's a lot. 
yeah. point blank. Yeah. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. what Quickly is doing. We put him in a search, in a situation to show that you can't be a leader. You know what I'm saying? He been in roles where he ain't never had to play the leader role. So this was an upbeat for him. And I love what Obi is doing out there in that league right now. He got the stop and pop. He's showing you that, yo, I can't be a part of it. We got problems and issues, but it's a good problem issue that we got mm-hmm. going on. I told y'all, here come the competition. We that deep. So if you want to make this league and you want to be a part of this Nick, Nick team, you need to go inside our camp and start taking somebody's spot and taking their position. Yeah. This is a profession. Yeah, it was cool and Danny. Everybody can pick up their games and everything, give them leadership roles and tell them what they're doing this and doing that right and what's wrong. It's time to handle your business. And I'm talking about everybody. If you're trying to make that 15, you can't do nothing worse than the G League. Go and support your game that you've been trying to get to this league for, for years and years and years and years to come. This is your turn. This is your shot. You know what I'm saying? And I can't wait for our camp to open so we can see what's going on. But we real deep. I look for a trade to happen because my man said we're going 10 men, but you must forgot we got D-Rose, Quickly, Obi, Noel, Taj Gibb, and Burke. That's six players coming off the bench. So that's 11. The only way we're going to free up some space on it, we're going to make a trade. I don't know who it is or when it's going to be. We're going to make a trade so Tom don't have to feel so much pressure on trying to fit out a rotation. He's going to get that rotation down to 8 and 9 so you can look for somebody, at least two of these guys in the draft pick that go somewhere along in a trade that's going to make things more easier. I'm going to hate to see it happen when it happens because there's a lot of people in this team I think we can use, but business is business and we got to do what we got to do, you know what I'm saying, to keep this thing straight on how we want to live and how we want to proceed. I do see it as look, looking like the strong four seed. I don't look for Milwaukee knocking off Miami so we can win that position. I look for us being the four seed. That's right. I'm saying it right now. I know we better than Philadelphia. Philadelphia got issues and problems. And right now, I feel we better than Philly. We lost all our games pretty, just barely with Philly. You know what I'm saying? I think from last season. So I'm going to give Milwaukee they props. They the champ. I'm going to give, you know what I'm saying, the Nets over there, they little, they little props. And I'm going to give Miami they props because those are bullies. You know what I'm saying? Remember, Detroit kept beating up the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan until they finally learned. So that's what Miami be treating us like Detroit used to treat to Chicago until we get better and understood how to take the lumps and reverse it and get back the lumps. So I'm going to give Miami that prop. But after that, Philly, Boston, all Indiana Pacers, all that down the line, I don't see none of that right now. So I look for us to be in that fourth seed handling our business, man. And I want everybody to continue on staying healthy and safe because you know that things don't circulate it back around. More kids are being infected right now nowadays more than no, more than adults were. So please continue on staying healthy and safe, man. Protect yourself. Love your home, you know what I'm saying? And, and watch what you're doing. It's okay to continue on washing your hands. It's okay to keep using sanitizer. It's okay to keep wearing that mask even though you got that vaccine. I'm back right now, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even know where I'm at. But I'm getting ready to drop real soon. I'm back in the studio and I'm working. I have my issues with my sister and I'm still dealing with that accordingly. But I'm all the way back right now. So let y'all know I'm in the studio putting this fire down. But shout out to mm. everybody in the chat following the Nick Fan TV. I love and appreciate y'all. Respect, man. Jay Boogie with a closing sermon to wrap up Summer League. We still got one more game. Still got one more game Monday, 4 o'clock. But Jay Boogie, the closer, closing the number one show for the fans by the fans. Hey, man. That's all I, that's all I say, uh, uh, JD. You, 
know. Papa Left and Jay Boogie. Don't yeah. get no better than that. Don't get no better than that, man. You know. I, I don't res- I don't respond to a Jay Boogie call, man. I just I just let it marinate. <laughs> I just let it marinate, bro. That's just how we do it, man. And for those of you in the chat who had never experienced a Jay Boogie sermon, this is what you can look forward to after each game, as long as he can make it. Of the season. That's what we do here, man. Win, lose, or draw. We get the real from Jay Boogie, man. Jay Boogie always appreciate it. JD, great show, bro. Uh, Monday, 4 o'clock, Knicks versus Hawks to wrap up the summer. I think it's 7. Is it 7 o'clock? Maybe it's 4 o'clock Pacific. Yeah, maybe it's 4 o'clock Pacific. So, Knicks versus Hawks, 7 o'clock. Let's get some revenge. Maybe we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll see Sharif. Maybe we'll see a little Jalen Johnson. You know, if we do, you know, you, you can be sure that Jay from Florida will be calling in. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But for tonight, 103.94, Deuce is loose, as Rob from Nebraska said, and Grimes went off. Man, great job, great job by them. Good to see them uh, uh, just getting out there, getting comfortable, getting their swag together. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see how these guys mesh with what's already here. And, uh, yeah, man, let, let's do it. Uh, let the people know where they can find you, bro. Uh, JD Sports Talk on YouTube and on Twitter, JD Sports Talk NY. And shout out to Chip Murphy, man. Your boy Sharif Cooper is balling out. I mean, Chip Murphy might call if Sharif Cooper plays well on Monday. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's 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 last game of the season. And let's see who finishes strong. Let's let's do it, man. And uh, for everybody who tuned in, once again, great show, great show. Remember, this show is presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and to promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. No cross-contamination. You can get the Lawnmower 4.0 and the Weed Whacker, two separate products, but definitely popping. And uh, you can get these two and the ball deodorant and the ball toner in a package it's the performance package 4.0 uh which is by manscaped as well and like i said you can get 20 percent off of that and and you're good to go man so you get all those in the performance package also comes with a pair of box of briefs we gave away uh a performance package for the draft our draft show as well and so it was a great deal. Uh, remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major ones. So if you miss it in video, you can catch it in audio the next day. Shout out to the Replay Gang. If you guys are watching this in replay, shout out to the Replay Gang. We run the replays throughout the night. And, and yeah, man, great job. Someone did confirm that on the quickly thing. That once Maxi got picked at 21, Knicks had the 23rd pick, and then they traded back to 25. That's why I thought that he was the he was their 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 pick in terms of their draft board. I'm sure quickly was on there, but I think Maxi was the number one target at that point in time. And once he was gone, they went with quickly. They went with the other guy. Same thing as this year. Maybe Same. that's the clue that we got. You yeah. Know, last year they did that. They they had a guy. They didn't want to pick somebody that they didn't want. They made a move. This year, we, you know, Trey Murphy, Trey Mann, they didn't get their guy. Come back. They went to plan B. They went back. They went to plan B. And I think that just speaks to the confidence that they have in in the scouting department. I think think that's Walt Perrin's influence as well in the way he drafts and, and, you know, 
um, just having his targets, having those, those value targets when you're picking late in the draft. And, and he had done that for several years with the Utah Jazz, and I'm, I'm hoping that influence is part of that decision-making process in our war room. So, but see how it plays out in the court, you know, that, you know, that the court will be the, the ultimate deciding factor. So we'll see you guys Monday. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.